Hello and welcome to this Global Situation podcast from International SOS, the leading medical and security risk management business. I'm Chris Giles. Well, this is the podcast where we provide you with timely analysis and tactical insight for your organisation. And in this episode, our team have travelled to Puerto Rico ahead of the approaching Atlantic hurricane season. Hurricane Maria, a Category 5 storm, resulted in significant damage to the island in 2017. So what's changed since then and how prepared is Puerto Rico? Well, joining me from San Juan, where they've been carrying out a security assessment for international SOS, is John McMurray, lead analyst for North America and the Caribbean and security specialist for the Americas region, Kristen Kozar. So, John, tell me, what have you managed to find out why you've been there? So we've been in Puerto Rico this week, and what we've been doing is just getting a better understanding of what the security and safety situation looks like on the ground. We've been spending most of our time so far in uh, San Juan, and we've seen a lot of the tourist districts in the city, as well as a lot of the business, commercial, and government areas. So International SOS conducts these trips frequently, just so we can get better understanding of the safety and security environment on the ground. And we also like to meet with various federal, territorial, and local officials to better understand their emergency response capabilities and also get their input on the security situation. We also visit hotels that we know are popular in the area, and we just check on their safety and security facilities and to make sure they're appropriate for travelers. What would you say are the main security and safety threats in Puerto Rico? When it comes to security and safety threats, it really breaks down into two main issues. First, especially for tourists who are coming into popular tourist areas or popular business areas in the territory, the primary risk is really petty and opportunistic crime. Things like pickpocketing, bag snatching, that's really the primary security threat on the island. Now, there's a significant threat from natural disasters in Puerto Rico. Hurricanes during Atlantic hurricane season, which runs from June to November. The areas, particularly in the southwest of the island, have also seen earthquakes. And we've seen a number of earthquakes recently in that area, which caused some pretty significant damage in the island. So, Kristen, from what you've seen, how prepared is Puerto Rico for this year's hurricane season? For Puerto Ricans, they've been faced with many hurricanes before, and for them, it's not a matter of if the next one's coming, but rather when. And while the island is still suffering from damage from Maria and Fiona, resiliency measures, especially from an operational perspective, have really improved, and hotels, businesses, and government agencies have really worked on identifying strategies to improve their resiliency. So for instance, from a hotel perspective, hotels are very resilient in the sense that they are now required to have backup generators and water storage, which is why it's definitely recommended to stay at them um, due to these resiliency measures as power blackouts and power outages are still very common on the island outside of hotels. Several hotels also have been retrofitted to accommodate longer-term guests in the event of an emergency, things like laundry facilities and other capacities to accommodate them. 
Furthermore, transportation providers are able to assist with many capacities for a variety of um, instances. They're able to deliver food, medicine, even pets if need be. And so they've been able to retrofit and build their capacity, particularly with response times of 72 hours. When it comes to hurricane preparedness, in the light of 2017's Hurricane Maria, which we know caused significant damage, has Puerto Rico recovered sufficiently should the worst happen again? Most hotels in the area in San Juan suffered some damage, um, particularly with flooding, but nothing too severe in comparison to Ponce. However, hotels particularly closer to the coast in the Condado and Miramar area, those located right on the beachfront, did suffer, and some actually, some hotels still remain closed from the impact of Maria. And what we've seen with hotels that are still in the construction process of getting open again and those that did briefly close, hotels definitely have been including more resiliency measures and taking into account further efforts such as emergency assembly areas, maintaining better planning processes and able to respond quicker to issues like flooding and do have processes in place to um, get their hotels checked out and from a structure perspective, uh, making sure that everything can reopen as quickly as possible in the event that their businesses need to close down. John, while you've been there, I understand that you've been able to meet with representatives from the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA. So how useful was that? We were able to meet with a lot of the decision makers and we were able to get a much better understanding of their processes, their policies in place for what they do during the preparation, response and recovery phases of a natural disaster. We were able to see the location that these teams worked in. Uh, We were able to see some of the equipment, the cargo that they are able to transport throughout the island following an incident. We talked with the teams about the importance, uh, particularly, of power capabilities and diesel accessibility. And that was one of the major constraints that, that happened during Hurricane Maria. And FEMA's made a number of changes to their logistics and their supply chains to improve the speed at which they can deploy critical goods, fuel, electrical generators, and things like that. Finally, Kristen, what advice would you have for clients working in or traveling to Puerto Rico? The first thing we recommend to our clients is to monitor our international SOS alerts for updates ahead of storm landings during and after severe weather landfall, as well as the National Weather Service and the National Hurricane Center for updates. Secondly, we recommend clients to maintain flexible arrangements during hurricane season again running June through November. Third, we recommend that if operations need to continue, particularly long-term through hurricane season, we recommend that our clients and their workforce prepare contingency measures and can liaise with international SOS to build out their contingency measures if needed. And lastly, we recommend maintaining supplies for 72 hours in the event of staying long-term during hurricane season. So building a supply of water and food 
so that there's an activation time to get help. Okay, Kristen, John, thanks so much for your insight and analysis. Thank you so much. Thank you. And a reminder that you can keep up to date with all the latest information and updates about Puerto Rico on our website, internationalsos.com. And from there, you can find out about our global network of assistance centers available to clients 24-7. But for now, thank you for listening and goodbye.